All right, John, it's Sunday night. Good to be back in Kansas. Good to be back in the Little Apple. Just moved into my new apartment, so uh, it's pretty sick, uh, in case anybody cares. But uh, I'm, in the, I'm in the good now dorms for the, for the second year, and then uh, after this season, after this year, I'll be moving into the apartments or, or other complexes as well. So Nice. Is it like an upgrade from your other dorm? Yes. So right. Mar- nothing against Marlette, Marlette Hall, but it was not renovated and it was not clean compared to what this to what good now has. So and the good news is that it's like the, the prices between the two are very are very are very similar. So uh, I decide why not go for the upgrade when it doesn't show the price. So yeah. When it doesn't show so, it on the price. So yeah, sounds like a no-brainer to me. Yep. Yep. And John, you know, speaking of stuff nobody who's listening to this podcast cares about, I just want to shout out the summer baseball team I interned for, the Kalamazoo Growlers. They won the 2022 Northwoods League Championship. They freaking did it. We had the worst record among all the playoff teams, and we freaking won. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. This is August, and this is madness. (laughs) Oh, oh my that's God. that's great to hear, man. And your in your first interim job too. Yeah. Over in Kalamazoo, you you are the good luck charm. Yeah, I just brought the family atmosphere. You know, that's what that's all I can say. That's right. That's brought, right. <laughs> just have to bring that magic touch to uh, the football and basketball teams. And speaking of the football and basketball teams, it's kind of what we talk about on the show. It's kind of crazy. But um, actually, John, I do have a couple of things I want to say before we get to that. I just want to take the time. Thank you all for listening. We had 100 followers, like, I don't know, maybe a month ago, which, you know, isn't a huge accomplishment. But I think getting the first 100 is pretty hard. And the rest of it, I think it'll be kind of a breeze. I think we're doing good stuff, John. I think we got to, like, 125 followers now. So somewhat respectable. So I just wanted to thank everybody for that. It's going to be a good uh, little season two of uh, Shake and Blake season two it's going to be better it's going to be a lot more highly anticipated uh especially with the sports season coming around we got a lot of stuff jam-packed ready to to get things going once again yeah we'll cover uh Keontae uh Johnson and Anthony Thomas both becoming wildcats in this episode then probably a couple days from now uh we'll just do a little football stuff and then our premiere on Wildcat 90, our re-premiere, I should say, on Wildcat 91.9, we'll probably do like a, a go and do a lot more depth with football stuff because that's obviously the talk of the town. Uh, but let's get into the, what this episode is about, John. Keontae Johnson is a Wildcat, probably the biggest transfer Jerome Tang has gotten so far. What, your instant reaction? This is a this is a massive addition to K-State. And um, my, my initial thoughts on the addition of Keontae Johnson possibly is, okay, how how are we gonna settle the uh, sort of health issues off the court since since um, we already know Keontae Johnson dealt with some heart problems, uh, uh, most notably uh, in a basketball game back in 2020, um, and it didn't look as if he was gonna get back on the court, um, but the medical staff have cleared him, um, and it looks as if he's ready to get back on the court. Uh, K State was really was really high on him. Uh, at one point, and you know, some of the other schools, such as Western Kentucky, uh, Memphis, and Nebraska, made a late run as well. Um, but ultimately, uh, Landon Keontae Johnson, this is, I mean, this, this you're, you're talking about possibly um, 
this is the guy you want to to make to make another statement towards um, the 2022 season, which nobody was thinking about you too much um, with the with the guys you got, and then you had the former preseason SEC team SEC player of the year um, to to your roster. Now there now you could be making a lot of noise um, uh, in the Big 12 this upcoming season. Yeah, I mean, he's a fun guy to watch. Plays super downhill, 6'5", 230. So, I mean, he's he's an athletic guy, really physical. You know, he's got range and can obviously play defense too. I mean, this is a really deep team. You'd think after we got a few big hits, you know, we would have kind of slowed down and settled for more Juco guys. But, we, I mean, we really saved the best for last, getting Johnson and obviously, you know, Anthony Thomas, a, a Juco transfer. But this team is rounding out really nicely. Um, one thing I wanted to ask you, John, this is a little premature, but just, you know, kind of coming off the, the high of this reaction, like, how do you think, you know, like non case state fans, like in the media are going to look at this team. And like, when it comes to like preseason polls, that's kind of what I'm getting at. I wonder where I'm really interested to see where case State's going to end up in the preseason polls. We're not going to be top five. People aren't obviously that they're not on the copium like us drinking that Kool-Aid, but, uh, I mean, I think we can definitely get to like six. If they put us at like eight or nine, that is truly disrespectful. I, I think when 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 you're, I mean, like I said, if you if you were to look at this team back a few months few months ago, I would have I would have not been ashamed to put us at dead last, just considering what what situation we were in. But but now with these additions, now that all the pieces are starting to come together. Now that all the players are here, no, no more scholarship room is available. We are all set. Now we just got to put put the practice. Uh, uh, we just got to put up practice every day, um, and then show it off on the court. Um, it, it's possible with with the addition of of some of these key players, and especially with Keontae Johnson, th- this K State team they might they might be really pushing on the nod to being fourth or fifth. Um, I, I'll be re- realistic with expectations for now, but you got to be really plucking where wherever trend where this trend is going with the coaching staff, um, as well as some of the of the players that Coach Tang and company are able to recruit. Yeah, I mean, definitely make the tournament at least, obviously, which was kind of you know what people were kind of just looking for in the first season. But I mean, I think this is really a team that compete for a big 12 championship, make some big upsets, you know, just generally raise some hell and make some noise in a absolutely stacked big 12, which will, I mean, all 10 teams are going to have a ton of talent. So, I mean, there's going to be a little bit of luck involved, but every game is going to be a big game. I mean, there's a reason why they're starting to become more and more recruits coming into the big 12. They want to play in the most deepest, most elite, the best conference in college basketball. I mean, if you were to tell me uh, all these guys are coming in, uh, a couple of years back, I was like, oh, they're probably going to go to the likes of Kansas and uh, may- maybe a Texas or something like that. You're seeing you're seeing a lot more schools starting to starting to compete at the highest level. And they know it because it is be it is the hierarchy of college basketball right now uh, with with Kansas and Baylor winning recent national championships. Texas Tech, they have been uh, an absolute gauntlet, especially on home. Um, you got Chris Beard, you got Chris Beard in the league. Um, you got, and you got really good recruiting classes right now. Um, with Iowa State, uh, currently in the top five in recruiting, and K State, um, ranked in the top 10 overall in the 2023 recruiting class. 
I mean, if it, there is no reason, unless if you're like looking at a potential blue blood school, why you should not be considering playing in the Big 12. Um, because this is, it, it is a deep conference and it, it's only going to get better, um, especially with the new schools coming in as well. It's going to be it's going to be havoc. That's all I can say. Yeah, it's it's going to be a ton of fun. I mean, in both sports, but I mean, yeah, basketball, especially Big 12, I think is still the best conference in college basketball. You know, it's pretty close with a few others, but I think the Big 12 is really on top. And then talk about, you know, Anthony Thomas a little bit too, uh, you know, 11 points, four boards. I think a lot of people have been Twitter. I've kind of been talking about, you know, the length that this team has. Anthony Thomas will definitely add to that as well, you know, being six, seven. Yeah, I mean, not not just six seven, but being a six foot seven guard, I mean, that's that's unheard of a a, a little bit. Um, he played 22 games at UT Martin uh, back in 2020, 2021, averaged nine points on 37.7% shooting. So a little bit of a rough first year, but uh, he eventually got got going again back at um, Tallahassee Community College, which I believe where he played at um, last year. He averaged 11 points, 42.3% uh, shooting, and 4.6 rebounds. So he has three years of eligibility, and he um, we'll see what he will lo- look like um, for the most of it in purple. Yeah, and I mean, now that all 13 scholarship spots have kind of been filled and just looking through the roster, I'll say generally it's kind of a pretty small team. We obviously have our two bigs in uh, Colbert and Iola. E- uh, <laughs> that's going to be a gauntlet of a name. Apolo- I probably butchered that. Apologies to him. But anyway, we're probably going to do a lot of four guard lineups. I mean, Keontae Johnson is definitely a guy who could be a stretch four, given how physical he is. He can definitely line up with a lot of bigs. And I mean, I think this is still a lanky team that's going to be defensive minded. And, you know, um, hopefully, you know, hopefully it's similar to the Weber style defense. Just, you know, get a- away from the offense. Of and- Bruce Weber. Right, and the the defense this past season wasn't to to where typically the the expectation is for typical uh, K State defenses under Bruce Weber. So um, we'll see how well Coach Tang is able to develop him defensively. Uh, I'm I'm looking as well at who's who's able to pull down the rebounds as well because that is one thing that this past season that this past season has just hunted K State. You know, with all due respect to, to, to the likes of Davion Bradford, Casey Ziegu, they were just not they, – they, I, I highly doubt they're, they're, they're going to be um, as competitive as, um, as seeing the likes of the, the, new, the new guys in the paint um, under Jerome Tang. And um, ultimately, it, it likely comes down to overall development, and I just didn't see – um, late, late in, late in the coaching tenure, Bruce Weber. Yeah, I think we're about ready to have our minds blown with the level of basketball we might be able to see, and the, <laughs> and, and the amount of recruiting as well. I mean, look, look. I mean, we we've heard Bruce Weber saying say it in his final press conference. Uh, he he claims it's not easy to get into Manhattan, but all you got to have is just the right mindset, um, but the right. The, the right type of mind of people to get you uh to get you fully fully into it and you, you know Jerome Tang is likely as well as um Erlich Maligi um Jareem Dowling I mean these guys Rodney Perry as well 
these are these are the guys that are starting to recruit at a higher level that k-state hasn't seen um likely back since the since the since the michael beasley era around there i mean no it's just it's it's i i don't really know what way whatever way to put it but this is it's it's a lot more of an of an exciting time when it comes to the recruiting standpoint now we just got to see how it all um how it all how it all um how it all lies on the court or something like that yeah how it's all gonna shake out you know yeah, how it's all gonna shake out it's gonna how it's all going to shake out you know anyway yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. and i mean <laughs> i'd imagine i'm just looking at our non-conference schedule right now i mean like i'm not seeing a lot of games that look like we like should lose honestly all these teams look like you know we got wichita state butler florida is obviously going to be tough that one will be fun since we that's have Keontae be, Johnson yeah, got, now. Yeah, Keontae Johnson, former Florida Gator. He's he's going to be back. He's he's going to be facing the Gators again in the Big 12 SEC Challenge. Um, yeah, to that, you got a road game at California to start the, uh, um, around the beginning of the season. Um, Cal kind of – Cal is just not really in a, in, a bet, in a good situation when it comes to a basketball standpoint. Um, you got the Cayman Islands Classic as well with Rhode Island. Rhode Island, a really good mid-major from the Atlantic 10. I think Archie Miller, I believe, coaches for Rhode Island these days, so that's going to be fun. I mean, you also got Nevada and Tulane as well. And um, just just some just some decent mid-major matchups, but a lot of which K-State could win for sure. Uh, and then you also got the Nebraska game in, at, in uh, Kansas City as well, which – that one will be fun considering the upward tra- trajectory both teams are going uh, lately. Yeah. And I mean, you know, they all look winnable, but you know, the thing was last year, just all these games were so close. We just mm-hmm. couldn't ever pull it out at the end, which was just really heartbreaking, but you know, hopefully it'll turn around this year and uh, you know, go on to uh, do better things. Yep. Yep. I, I right. And, you know, it was it was some of the little mistakes that cost the K State these games. You, K, it's it's like you've done all these things well in one game, except for this one big factor, um, which causes which causes for for you to lose. So it's it's or if it's like everybody's playing well except for this one key player, and everything kind of shuts down from there. Or you could also have some kind of depleted problems with issue with injuries like we saw last year as well with COVID in which um, K-State did not have everybody on the team and kind of resulted into some uh, late game, like out of out of gas type of moments in which some teams were able to come back um, from being down. But uh, we'll, we'll see what happens. Now, I, I will say this. I am glad K-State's out of full 13 players this year. Yeah. Because, I mean, Jerome Tang back in the summer – he he told reporters that he was looking for eight to ten players, and the fact that we were able to get to thirteen from where we were back in March, which was two players, <laughs> two players, Ish Masood and Marquise Noel. I mean that is some that that is incredible recruiting by by um, Jerome Tang and company, and overall I'm just looking forward to. Uh, get, getting the basketball season started. Less than 100 days away uh, from from last I checked. Man, so, yeah, we're getting close to being in the thick of it. I, I know. I Every know. sport I mean, happening at the same time. 
yeah but the thing that the thing that drives me crazy is is when football season's happening and you're like uh we're, we're so big into big into football because football you like you said it's been the talk of a town but then when yeah. basketball season just kind of kind of comes up uh late in the season it's like oh okay yeah. Well now, well now, a lot of people are going to be looking at this at this basketball team and the coaching staff as like, oh boy, this it, this is going to be fun. This is going to be some fun stuff happening. So, it, it, I, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, and I bet if you asked Jerome Tang and the rest of the, they probably I don't know if they expected it to go this well. I'm sure they said it would, but like you know, his goal was to get eight to ten guys. But I mean, he got a lot of people that you know where he really, really wanted that were huge guys, obviously Keontae Johnson, the recruits, you know, and Dada Ames and people like that. Um, so I think this really could not have gone better for him. And I, I kind of doubt it, John, that we'll probably touch on basketball for a long time since the scholarship slots have been filled. All the coaching slots have kind of been, you know, everything's kind of been done and dusted and we just put it on the shelf and wait until basketball season arrives. But I mean, yeah, could not be more excited. Well, I think, uh, you know, it wasn't a super long episode, John, but I thought we'd just get it out there to touch on uh, Keontae Johnson and Anthony Thomas both coming to K-State. Look forward in the next couple of days for a a little football preview and then a big football preview. Uh, We go live on Wildcat 91.9 Friday night from 6 to 7 p.m. We're 90, like 5% sure we'll be there on Friday night, but you never know, John, so. (laughs) Never know. It's it's a new year and chaos can erupt at any (laughs) moment. Yeah, it's earth so it's chaos but uh, but uh make sure you're following us on twitter at shake and blake 312 like i mentioned appreciate all the support getting to 125 followers and hopefully here's to uh many more you can take our quizzes on sparkle as well gosh we'll have to whip out some k-state sports trivia john it's been so we long got, we gotta we, we we do have to bring up some some uh some trivia as well uh, yeah over at go power cat um they 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 did a little contest um uh a week or two back um and they they had a lot of people together doing this trivia night and i was about to i was about to go to that uh it did not happen but they put up the questions uh, on their website and i got i got i got some i got some pretty interesting questions uh, i took i took some notes on so oh okay uh, good luck trying to stump me this time yeah i mean that's the next time we do <laughs> Oh man. Well, I guess I'll just have to step up my game then. So, I mean, I wish I could have gone to that, but I wasn't in town. I'll like, shoot. It's just like it's, made uh, right for me. That's but, right. You, you, you had to, you had to give your good luck charm to, to the growlers. Yeah. They needed my help. So yeah. I had to step in, you know, but yeah, <laughs> I think it's a good place to end it. Little uh, night uh, recording session, John. I think it went pretty well. So uh, we'll see you in a couple of days and uh, cats by 90. Cats by 90. Emo. Emo.